What's shaking you two nights? Welcome to Lords of the Old Box. Uh, we were just talking uh, backstage about uh, <laughs> just going old and shit just happening to your body and your tongue yeah, and your yeah. ears and your nose and everything else. And uh, yeah, just just stay young. That's all I gotta we, say, man. Marky was given uh, given Tivo the the ranting of the Marky Minute. The Marky Minute, maybe what uh, the shaking show Marky doesn't really go off on, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, as always, it is Thursday. That means it's freestyle Friday. So you know what that means, right? Let's get us uh, some uh, some freestyle up in here. It's a man, man, well, it's a man, man, well, it's a man, 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 well, it's a man, man, well, it's a man, man, well, it's a man, 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 have time for uh do we have time to play uh the other freestyle we, I mean, we have it let's do we it have to. we have okay. to right yeah. yeah the baddest on the microphone apparatus is here when i rock a rhyme often eyes are dropping a tear it's so beautiful it's america's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes my mandate is to grip minds like a handshake spit Orlando lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base over any damn breakbeat I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes So take notes out of suckers, I make coats Lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama I'm bagging on your mama, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind ya I'm a rhyme writer, lock stock, smoking the ganja Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva sillies You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits 
You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. What's shaking, everybody? Welcome to Lords of Lombok's Genesee Cover Price Shakers of the Week. Marky, say what's good to the people. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Hello, people. Hello, world. How's everybody doing? And uh, yeah, it's always uh, good to talk to Tim and Marty again whenever I can get a chance. And uh, yeah, Tim, Tim gave me a holla, and I'm like, perfect timing. I got this nothing is, going on. Let's do it. Old, old school lords, old, old school, school NY Warriors, yeah, yeah. old school comic book fanatics. Yeah. Marty, would you like to give us the blessing? Oh, everyone, please bow your heads. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But may the comic gods continue to bless you, provide you, and give you abundance of modern silvers, uh, bronze, modern, you name it. Everybody. And don't get sucked for those exclusive traps. That's about it. Yes. And, and, be careful, and be careful for those exclusives because... Don't get don't get stuck in those like we used to do back in the days. Oh, jeez, they were ten times you, worse than they are now. Marty, I noticed you left out a phrase uh, on this, this blessing. Miss <laughs> uh, Laura called you out on <clears throat> on a Tuesday show. The yes. comic hunt. The comic hunt. Yes, the yes. comic hunt the comic uh, phrase. Hunt. Yes, and if you have not watched last week's shows, you guys need to go ahead and watch that on the Rewind or, or this last Tuesday show. I forgot who yeah. it was. I think it was Zombie Prophet who posted it, and and he zoomed in on Laura's uh, yeah. reaction. And then I, my, and I was like, wait, did I just hear that too? And I was like, oh, my God. And then it was like, man, off the rails. As usual, it's a Laura show. I mean, it, I mean and obviously she got a, a lot of attention from that. <laughs> By unwanted attention. All right. This show is brought to our friends over at coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. And this here uh, cover price shakers list. And after we go over these top 10 curated comic treasures, we will see what's shaken today. Also, our friends at Bird City Comics use discount code LOTLB to get a discount code off, uh, discount code for 15% off at anything. In the Bird City Comic Store, uh, Laura ditched us today, so uh, yeah, she, Benedict Arnold. I said it, Benedict she, Arnold. She said it on the rewind, so anyway, okay. All right, let's get right to it. Oh, that's the wrong one. All right, let's go right to it, boys and girls. Let's see what's shaking today. What do we have for our first shaker? All right, oh, yes, yes, I gotta talk about this one. Let me yes. just get the Yep, here we go. I got the notes. Okay, this one. Uh, I I've said this before. Yes, this is a very important issue. At least we'll get to the intro yes. and everything. But yes. I just got to say, for me in New York, and for everybody that's affected by the 9/11, uh, this issue really hit home. And also with this issue, <laughs> this is the newsstand version. And if I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. Get the newsstands if you can find them, especially the more later prints and everything. Not the earlier ones because they made a lot of newsstands, but as time went by, less and less newsstands were getting done. With that, shaker number one, Amazing Spider-Man, number 36, the newsstand version. We're two weeks removed from an anniversary that brings a somber moment to most Americans. Those alive for it remember 9-11 well, and that we do. It was one of the darkest times in American history, and we're still dealing with its consequences today. 
but as a collective, no one particularly knew how to pick up the pieces, how to summarize what happened and to move the best they could. Industries were halted and they aimed to acknowledge it. The comic industry was no it was no different. This book has gone down as one of the most famous books of the era of how it handled that sad day. And that is a fact. How the stark black cover summarized the mood for an Italian nation and how the characters will within conduct themselves amongst such turmoil. Whenever the anniversary comes to pass, it's inevitable. Collectors revisit this book. This year, one collector did just that, dropping $1,000 for a rare CGC 9.8 newsstand copy of this book. That's a jump from 634 from its last sale in April of this year, an all-time high. With newsstand copies making up less than 5% of the distributed books at the time, these black newsstand covers can be difficult to acquire, especially in a CGC 9.8, despite the substantial number record on the census. But just one day later, this book sold for under $450 in an auction out of Canada. It just goes to show the wild swings this book sees, but it continues to see spikes year after year. And I just want to say, if you see this book, newsstand, whatever, just get it if you don't have it. It's just important to have. It's uh, Yes, it is. Sad. It is. And it's also to remind you of to never forget. And uh, I'm going to mute myself because this thing, you know, that day was very hard for me. So. Yeah, I meant um, and all black issue and the CC nine point eight and newsstand. That's that's incredible. Yeah, you know, it is incredible. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, and I think this this comic will go down in history as an important moment in our history, uh, the American history, the world history, uh, everything. Right? You know, first responders. Mm -hmm. um the superhero stepping aside letting the first responders take over is what happens in the comic um and i remember some tool on youtube saying that the first appearance of corona is akin to amazing spy the 9-11 issue i'm like get the fuck out of here can you believe wow. that no yeah. wow it had nothing yeah. to do with any no. first appearance Comparing no, a no, no, no. everybody to... how they were feeling everybody how they were feeling yeah, no. Corona. Now look at Corona. Yeah, whatever, man. So ASM uh, three uh, number thirty six new state edition from December first two thousand one. The CC nine point eight sold on September sixteenth for a thousand bones. All right. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is your chance to get on the board. Maybe. Maybe. Here we go. We've got Shaker number two, which is Deadpool issue number one, new stand edition, published by Marvel in nineteen ninety seven. Hang on to your chimichangas. Released in 1997, Deadpool Von 1, number 1, marked the beginning of Wade Wilson's journey as a solo anti-hero. Written by Joe Kelly and illustrated by Ed McGinnis, this comic book was a shake-up in the world of superheroes. With this unique blend of humor, action, and meta-commentary, Deadpool quickly became a fan-favorite character. However, 
What sets this comic apart is not just the action, but also the sharp and Arab irrelevant 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 it's not irrelevant irrelevant something like that humor injected to every panel joe kelly's writing is top-notch as he effortlessly balances the dark and humorous aspect of deadpool's character effectively transforming deadpool into the lovable anti-hero we see on the page and screen one of the standout elements this run is Wade Wilson's constant chatter, his witty one-liners, pop culture references, and self-awareness at a layer of depth to this character. Deadpool's tendency to break the fourth wall and address the audience directly was a revolutionary concept at the time, and it has since become a defining trait of the character. This occurred later in issue number 28 of this run. In addition to the humor, the comic explores Deadpool's complex personality. Beneath the humor and the constant banter, readers catch glimpses of his inner turmoil and the emotional scars that shape him. This duality makes Deadpool a relatable character, despite his over-the-top antics. The issue also introduces supporting characters like Weasel and Blind Owl, who would go to play significant roles in the Deadpool's ongoing adventures. A recent newsstand variant graded by CGC at 9.8 sold for $570. You're very right. <clears throat> Victoria Pigak, uh, that she hoked it at first. Um, Rob Liefeld, but isn't, he didn't even do it first. It was uh, uh, Joe Kelly and them that did it first Joe for Kelly. Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I believe John Burns' run on She Hulk, uh, she broke the uh, fourth wall first. Or third wall, fourth wall, one of those walls, all the walls. Yeah. Anyway, Deadpool issue number one, newsstand from 1997, 570 bones and a 9.8. Yes. And, and I seem to, yeah. And Michael Baker says, play that thing, TiVo. He fucked up all, fucked it all <laughs> up, right? We'll get, and we'll, I, we'll give you one I, more I chance. I don't know why I seem to get those words that I, I just have a tongue twister with, you know? And I don't know. Ringo I, I guess Ling just, fucker. Uh, yeah, I'm just a, a illiterate bastard or something. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the next shaker. Oh, I love this book. Yeah. And I actually got this book right in front of me right now. So, uh, yep. Faust issue number one from North Star Comics from January 1st, 1989. So, Faust. Uh, is number three shaker some looking over this title might think huh wonder who faust is upon further inspection he may seem pretty familiar looking remarkably like wolverine and also sporting retractable foreign talion talons oh see i fucked that up or claws <laughs> and then he was a he was the creation of tim virgil and david quinn faust vigil vigil Vigil? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Faust was part of a movement um, aiming to establish that comics were not solely for kids. Oh, mm, <laughs> that is a fact that with, again, co- yeah. with that cover. And it just did that. Faust did everything fans wanted Wolverine to do in all its bloody glory. <laughs> that might be why it was one of the best-selling independent titles at the time. I remember all the talk about this book having seemingly randomly a random release schedule. Faust number one sold over, get this, a hundred 
100 K copies, but wasn't capitalized on. Issues were sporadically released with all 15 issues taking a full 15 issues taking a full 25 years to get released. Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. Uh, Imagine you 25 years later after the first one. Is this thing over yet? (laughs) And you have this, Marky? I have the first issue. Uh, That was the big talk. That was the I had the first run actually. I don't know if I still have it or not, but Violence isn't even the main yeah. thing. That's it was, it. It, was, it was it was it was just shocking. You see that cover? I mean, you know, I'm a horror fan. I said, "Oh, okay, I'm picking that up." All right. uh, fans were also uh, apprehensive at the time of what Faust was trying to achieve, leading to this book not seeing a ton of aftermarking action, nor being kept in prime condition. That's a major factor in why the most recent CGC 9.8 sale came in at $995 up from $515 from its previous high sale achieved earlier this year. It's a niche book and it sees to have fetched such a premium. It's crazy. Despite having 22 copies on the CGC census at 9.8, such a great rarity sales with the two mentioned as the only ones in our database. Now we can see a spike in the future. If this series is picked up after the animated project announced by deadline in 2021 was effectively canceled. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that they were trying to do that. And uh, yeah, it's a, you know, when that came out, what was it? it was uh, when did that come out? That came out in eighty nine. So 89, just about, yeah. just about the nineties, where nineties went crazy with some of this stuff, and yeah. you know, and and it, it's not for everybody, but right, like, right. like you know, but I, I found it interesting. But like I said, I just picked up the first because that cover was just great, and I said, okay, I got to read this, and it's been in my. Uh, collection since so. you've kept nope. it since yeah i still got it i still got I it right a, i got it right here right in front of me there was a trivia question that i had asked the pan, uh the live chat yes, about I think the so. song that prevails throughout the comic right mm. and then there's a song that goes on throughout and it, it's it was sung by willie nelson and elvis presley so uh, <laughs> oh so, yeah uh by the uh just fy the way the you two are going, I'm pretty sure I'm going to play that clip. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you might, hey, you might as well save it to the end of, of, of the show once we get everything done. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, one, right? I, I, I'm doing a mulligan because there's no way in hell I'm doing shaker number five. Tim, you got that one. I, there's no freaking oh, way no, I'm, doing I, I'm just the host. I, I can't read. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I will do my best with that one for you. I no, will no, take, Mark, I'll you take got number, it. I'll take number six and I'll take okay. number seven. Okay. Right, you're so doing Faust that. issue number one, uh, CC 9.8 for only $995. That seems unreal to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do we got up next? Here's the old Yeah. Shaker oh, no, actually, four. no, I have this. I have this. No? Yeah, I have this. I think so, You too. have this one. Really? Yeah, yeah I have it. Uh, somewhere. Shaker number four, Life with Archie number 23, which is a variant, mm-hmm. by Archie Comics, published in 2010. After Life with Archie was a game changer for Archie Comics. What started as this beautiful variant cover for Life with Archie spawned a whole new horror division in Archie Comics, which led by the masterful Robert Aguirre Sarcasa. 
The series Afterlife with Archie dropped three years after this cover and became an overnight sensation. The, the New York City Comic-Con variant of number one, Pops and Zombies, would blow up in the aftermarket and are hard to find. Another popular series that was spawned from Archie Horror was The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which yeah. would go on to become a hit on Netflix. The Life with Archie variant Depicting the first afterlife with Archie is a tough book to find, as there are only 52 graded comic copies of the CGC census, with only 18 being 9.8. Only 18. It's no surprise that this rare book continues to make new highs, as a graded 9.8 sold for a scary $560 on September 20th, 2023. Halloween is right around the corner, so expect oh, yeah. more of these horror books to make this list and i am a i prefer halloween over christmas over thanksgiving or any other yeah, 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 yeah. i'm just a, Same here. Yeah. this, this yeah. is a halloween house here we are we hashtag are halloween <laughs> horror comics and that, tim uh, tim don't we start uh october 1th with uh the 30 31 days of halloween posting your yes your we do horror comics yes yeah i gotta yeah. get my books together again halloween horror comics yeah i still some yeah. i have still have some left even though i sold half my collection i still have some left oh wow like yeah i gotta get and some I, together I'll, so. I'll be interested to see uh the covers out there with other people have because they're i mean yeah. i had no idea even about this cover this is very interesting especially for an art yeah. comic you know it's like a pseudo magazine well it is a magazine size cover mm -hmm. um I remember I got this way back when because I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then, you know, next thing you know, Sabrina. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you ever watch Sabrina, things people watch that you should watch. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. Chilling Adventures of, T uh, of Sabrina is awesome on Netflix. Uh, is it really? Great. Really? Yeah. No, like, I always thought it was just too, too teeny boppish. You know, no, what it's I mean? not. Nah. It's not, no. though. It's not. There. I mean, okay. there are some funny moments, but there's some pretty dark moments, too. So if you like your supernatural stuff, like. Oh, absolutely. Of, supernatural. Yeah. yeah, instead of saying, oh, my God, they say, oh, my Satan. It's just, you know. Oh, my Satan. You know, I, I was a big fan also, not just of Supernatural, but the um, the one with the vampires. Um, it was kind of, it was a little teeny boppish at, at, at in the beginning, but it, it got a little bit better. Um, God, I can't, Twilight? I can't remember. Not <laughs> No, not that glowing baseball. It was a, it was a TV series. Really enjoyed it. Anyways. What, I, Buffy the Vampire Vampire style? Diaries. Oh, uh, vamp, vampire diaries. Yes, vampire oh, diaries. And they and they oh, had yeah. spinoffs of that, didn't they? They had they had different they had different spinoffs of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, also you should people out Castlevania on Netflix. That is fucking awesome. Yes, I remember you mentioning that uh, oh, a few so uh, a few shows ago. And you know what I like about this cover, man, is the fact that they make it look so old. You know, it's so they, they, old. They, they but definitely it, put the Night of the Living yeah. Dead touch on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, you guys know me. I dig these old covers, man. I really do. And, and for it to be a, uh, published in 2010, man, this is this is absolutely wonderful. I love that. All right. Life with Archie number 23 variant from uh, 2010, 516 and 9.8. What do we have next? Is this another offer? Oh, let's mm. see. We got number five shaker. Uh, Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, number one, Goni Montez. Did I say that right? Goni Montez, sure. IDW, Boom, Nickelodeon, Staff Exclusive. Wow. <laughs> that is a Damn. mouthful. That, yes. That, that's why I skipped it. <laughs> yes. And this is this is by Boom Comics, published in 
2022. We covered this back in April 2023 when a near mint copy sold for $563. Well, that was squashed this week by a $850 near mint raw sale. And wow, this book is a ghost. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Power Ranger 2, number one, saw 51 variant covers, including the second print. Yet this cover is the rarest. Only IDW, Boom Studios, or Nickelodeon staff members could get this rare virgin variant featuring Shredder holding his Lord Draken-style helmet. The run is most likely well below 200 copies. When looking for varieties, rarities, employee exclusives are the ones to chase down. Whenever another book inevitably does reach the market, we'll highlight it if it hits another new record. Wow. Okay. It's a, it's a beautiful cover. I love the way they did it. Um, it's just but, because it's an exclusive. But, yeah. Staff. 50 so. different covers? That's ridiculous. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. At least, I remember. At least, yeah. But you have yeah, to have least, this one. This one yeah. only. At least the studios, at least people who work for Boom Studios got yeah. a copyright. You know, and there are so many of these. You, you saw like the 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 pink Power Ranger, the yellow Power Ranger, the green Power Ranger. You saw like all all these different ones. I remember when this was pretty big coming back coming out for a little bit, but the foil yeah. covers and all that other. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. All right, no. uh, I'm not gonna say the title, but um, yeah, Mighty Morphin Power. Oh, fuck it, I'll say it. Mighty Morphin <laughs> Power Rangers Teenage Ninja Turtles 2, issue number one, the Goni Montez IDW Boom Nickelodeon staff exclusive. <laughs> I know, Glad yes, I, I got my Gatorade. Yeah, um, <laughs> these next two books are rabbit themed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And what's up, Doc? Okay. <laughs> All right, Space Jam, number one. Oh, it's just Space Jam. The newsstand edition from DC Comics from October 16th of 1996. Okay, on the Space Jam, few franchises can boast the same unique charm and fan base as Space Jam. This issue was created and released by DC to coincide with the release of the blockbuster live-action animated movie of the same name. Space Jam, that that, that second one, I yeah. hated wasn't good anyway starring <laughs> iconic figures such as michael jordan bugs bunny bill murray and daffy duck this cinematic adventure was a sensation in its time as of september 18th 2023 space jam has set a new record in the collector's universe the last recorded sale of a cgc graded 9.8 copy achieved an astounding 862 significantly outpacing the second highest sale of $699. In the collector's market, Space Jam has demonstrated its enduring popularity. The most common raw copies in Dear Mint 9.0 to 9.4 conditions are considered value at around $20, with a slab 9.4 copy fetching approximately $61. This steady demand and value retention reflect the comic's significance as a pop culture artifact. For many collectors, Space Jam is more than just a comic. It's a nostalgia journey back to the mid-90s, a time where the combination of live action and animation was revolutionary. This comic 
adaptation serves as yeah i'm gonna get a fuck up as, as, as a reminder as a reminder of the, yeah as a reminder of a cinematic magic that brought together michael jordan and the looney tunes in an epic basketball showdown yeah, I mean, yeah, this was yeah. a big this a big hit when this came out. So I remember anything, this. Yeah, anything yeah. that is associated I, yeah, yeah, comic 19, or, 19, yeah. 1996, I was 20 something years old. I took my little brother mm. to see it, you know, and he loved it, you know. And I said, like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to what last year and LeBron did his Space Jam trash. Just yeah, trash. nobody liked yeah. it. But I Just think it could, because it also was that was if I correct me if I'm wrong wasn't that during the COVID era the theaters were shut down and everything like that? No, I don't think so. It came out like when did uh, that come out? Yeah, it came out like last year, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was very right. recent. I remember that. Yeah, I because that's how much I didn't pay attention because I was like, no. <laughs> I'm a big Looney Tunes fan. I love Looney Tunes. You know, yeah, I, I just love all the characters. Bugs Bunny is so classic, man. And yeah. to, but for this movie to come out the way it did. And I just wasn't a big fan of it. You know, I was hoping more kind of like who framed Roger rabbit. Right. Right. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Right. So yeah. Jessica uh, rabbit. Uh, <laughs> Space jam newsstand from 1996 at $862 and a 9.8. Yep. I told you there was back to back <laughs> rabbit books, right? Back to back yeah. rabbits. So let's go. Wow. I got the next rabbit. All you right. Got it, brother. Oh my goodness, Super Rabbit, dun, dun, dun. issue number one from Marvel Comics from January 1st, 1944. Holy Christmas. All right, let's read about this sucker. All right, although infamous, the 1944 piece by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, well, there you go, <laughs> that have yet to be given credit, it deserves its an early contribution to the world of periodic art. Recently, a CGC 9.0 copy of this comic. Wow, from 1944. That's mm -hmm. unheard of. Copy of That's this book was sold. Right yeah, there. was yeah. sold for a record high $7,200, which many believe to be a steal. Mm. It is important to note that this is not not the first appearance of Super Rabbit. That distinction belongs to. Ernie Hart's 1943 comedy comics number 14. Moreover, the idea of a talking bunny was first introduced in the Sunday Funnies as far back as 1938. By wow. then, by the team who created Bugs Bunny. Regardless, we hope to see more Super Rabbit sales in the near future. Well, hmm. you know, all I got to say is if it's a golden age and you got like a pristine copy, I don't care what it is. Grade it, preserve it, whatever. And, and this, 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 this is no history, more. man. This is it, it doesn't is, matter right. what the book is. It doesn't it's, matter. It's of a hundred years old, man. You know, absolute yeah. craziness. Yeah, that's crazy. And a nine point That's and, yeah. and not to mention you a lot of these that. books back then were sent overseas to the troops. You know, so right. and a lot of them did not last. Okay. Exactly. They, and they this is definitely something a, a, a kid would pick up and, you know, and just mm -hmm. throw it around the house or something like that, you know. Right. And how many copies of this sold, you know, yeah. when you got Superman, Batman, and whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you, you, got, you got Hitler on the cover and. Um, right. Yeah, the yeah. Look at that. Emperor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and also the, the key thing here is is because who did it? 
was uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. So yeah, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Yes. Yeah. So well, you got that aspect. Le legendary names in the mm -hmm. comic industry. All right. right Super Rabbit issue number one from yep. 1944, 7200 and 9.0. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be a show without some horror books. You gotta mm -hmm. have it, man. We're getting close to the October month. October number eight, Shaker the Thing number fifteen by Charlton, published in 1954. Here's another older Steve Ditko. Oh, legendary wow. Steve Ditko is an absolute legend. Yes, he is. But even legends have to start somewhere. He achieved his breakthrough in the series of comics, specifically the thing number 12, his first published cover. Still, this book is arguably one of the most famous covers of the entire 1950s and a PCH gem. Now, when we say PCH, Pre-code horror, we mean right before CCA went into effect. It was almost a final hurrah before the CCA crashed the party. And dang, did Ditko bring the heat. That propelled this book towards some impressive aftermarket sales, including the most recently reported, very fine raw 7.5 copy for $2,880. That matches the most recent graded 6.0 sold and surpasses the most recent CGC 7.5 copy that sold at $2,640. The closest comparisons we have for a raw copy is reported raw 5.0 that sold back in 2020 for $1,100. PCH had a major resurgence in the past few years, propelling numerous books to an all-time high sales. But with anything Steve Ditko, there are always extra eyes on it. Yes, there this, are. And this is one of the more tame covers of, you know, pre-code horror. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. We, yeah, and, you know, we have severed heads and, you know, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. you know and bondage and all this other stuff. Man, this, this, is is still, this is not this is nothing. This is nothing. It was a different time back then, man. They, they, yeah. they It was just, you know, I mean. That's when men were men and women were ladies, right? Oh, and whoa. Hey, now. you got also yeah. got to remember the thing is very important in the horror genre and the community yeah. because a uh, young John Carpenter loved yes. this. Yes, with and Kurt Russell. How, uh, and this is how the, it got yeah. him to get into making films like Halloween and finally to do mm, his true, dream true. to big remake trouble, this China. of a more big trouble of little China, all those films yep. that he's made and everything. And by the way, just to piggyback on John Carpenter, he's about to release his anthology number two, more of his themes that he's done in the films that he made. Uh, another, I think it's uh, like 15 tracks or something like that stuff that wasn't available on the first no. one because they had to do all the hits. And now you're doing some of the other films that he did with yeah. some other tracks, maybe something from Escape from New York or Big Trouble Little China that you wanted to hear. And he redid them with his son and his uh, son-in-law and everything. So, you know, when it really comes to stuff. horror comics, I always... Always know Marky's got the lowdown when it comes to that because oh, I love my uh, horror, man. Yes, I've always even even when I first met you back almost a decade ago, Marky, you were always a big horror fan, man. And that definitely, definitely spend that knowledge when it comes to that. Oh, yeah, horror, 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 uh, I think there's a chance to get on board. There we go. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
We've got uh, Shaker number nine, which is Walking Dead number one by Chris Burnham, The Last Wine. By Image Comics, published in 2019, The Walking Dead number one has been reprinted many times since its debut in 2003. Many of them are worth less than $10, and as the original show concluded in 2022, the comic books have become less popular, even with the new series such as Dead City and Daryl Dixon premiering this year. One of the few reprints of number one worth anything is the Last Wine variant, a rare promotional reprint created by the Last Wine Company, who produced a line of wine based on The Walking Dead. Wow. The comic was distributed to liquor wine stories that carried this branded wine. The cover artist, Chris Burnham, posted that he would have copies available at New York City Comic Con in 2019. This book hit its big out of the gates as a raw copy was selling for $400 and graded 9.8 for only 1000 k But as time went on, the market dried up, especially for raw copies as we have not recorded a raw sale in almost two years. Prices on graded 9.8s have tanked as the luster for the TV show has faded. Until this week, which saw an incredible sale of $2,200 for a graded 9.8 on September 14, 2023, this sale is most likely just a blip on the radar. But if you see a raw copy of this book, it might not be a bad idea to get it. I tried to find this I heard about it. I called, you know, because we got some wine distributors out here and really they yeah. they first of all none of them knew. One did and he said we don't have any and of course mm-hmm. I, I think I went to 2019. No, I did not go to New York Comic Con in 2019, but uh yeah, I tried to get this because like I said all the anything promotional giveaway yeah, yeah. on a unusual base instead of a comic store or an online comic shop yeah. a winery or last a winery wine. at that or, exactly yeah, yeah, right so anything like that try to get especially with a popular tile at that time with the walking dead but i don't care if you see this if i see this i'm gonna grab it um, but i'm not gonna spend that crazy amount but if i find one out in the dark somewhere yeah, yeah i'll grab it i love the art i love the penciling you know black and yeah. white is very it's classic. okay I've, I've seen better reprints of number one but you know yeah i've got a ding marty on his use of uh 1000k which would mean uh what one k yeah, it should be one thousand. I say, did I say, did I say one k or one thousand k? You said one thousand k. One thousand k. Well, that's God like a right. million. Right, so so <laughs> we're two for two, I'm Marty. We, we got two screw ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll save you guys. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, let's see yeah. if I don't screw this one up. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite cover, by the way, of the week. This, this, this is my favorite cover of the sheet. All right. Oh, oh nice. Beautiful man. All right. Beautiful. X-Men Legacy number 211 from David Finch, 2008. Wizard World Partial Sketch from Marvel Comics, July 1st, 2008. All righty. This is Shaker number 10. What is with the X-Men and connecting covers? Seriously, it's been done numerous times over the years, and this exclusive book is no different. Part of a series of covers ranging from X-Men 208 to 212. This book was handed out to those who attended the Marvel panel at Wizard World, now Fan Expo, 
I really miss Wizard World, if you ask me. Uh, Philadelphia, yeah. 2008. Uh, with a brilliant cover from David Finch of New Avengers fame, this book was all the rage at the time and is selling new records 15 years later. Recently, a CGC 9.8 came to market and sold for outstanding $950 for a CGC 9.8. It is the only graded sale in our database, which isn't surprising based on the popularity on the census. There are only eight CGC 9.8 copies out there. And being an amazing Phoenix cover, which it is, collectors it are is. rarely parting with them. Raw copies of this particular sketch variant are slightly easy to come by with a whopping two in our database for 250 or lay uh, or less way back in 2018 it's a deep cut one a lucky collector was happy to add to the collection so mm -hmm. yeah um exclusive books like we were just talking exclusive books stuff like that stuff they just give you yeah. <laughs> just take yeah. it just take yeah, it and Finch too. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, this cover, awesome. I, I would have been yeah. happy to be handed this when I was walking into that comic. Yeah. Definitely. And Dark Phoenix yeah. too. Come on now. Oh, yeah, and I, I love, I, I love the cover. partial sketch and and yes. with the 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 coloring added to it. Yeah. I, I've always enjoyed looking at art like that. A black. Well, Wizard World did, did a lot of uh, well, a few of those partial sketches. Uh, yes. The they did the Young Avengers partial sketch. Mm -hmm. um, so because there was multiple issues of that, I, I think I still have some of those Young Avengers. By the way, mm -hmm. um, get Young Avengers. That's what Uncle Tebow tells you. It's mm -hmm. coming Young to Avengers. Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Believe me now. Listen to me later. <laughs> All right. If you guys got a few more minutes, we got 12 minutes. Uh, see what's shaking the day, boys and girls. Uh, you gonna stick around? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's, yeah, let's, I can. Let's go. Let's see what's shaking, baby. As soon as I do this seamless transition, listen to Uncle Tivo. Mm -hmm. Here's the cover price top ten that uh, oh, wow. was uh, butchered yes. left and right when we were uh, saying names <laughs> and words. <laughs> and stuff. Whoa, I like this roll for night. These are the most units sold. I like that wolf. I like that wolf by night cover. That yeah, is but nice. we're to see what's shaking. Ah, this is my the ah. only grail that I want now. Is Journey which one? The Journey of the Mystery. You gotta yes, talk sir. to you gotta talk to Mr. Ray. Mr. He ain't, Ray. He ain't he's only part. got one. He, he's never gonna part with that. that no, he's that, not. That, 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 that's that's, never that's his holy part. grail, right? That there. is not just a grail. grail. That's his holy that will my be God. passed down to his family from generation. No, it's going in the grave with him, man. No, He's, really? You know, that's oh, how, man. That's no, how no, much no, of a holy I'll, grill it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is uh, Foom issue number 10. Oh, yes. Oh, There's wow. Predates yeah. uh, New X Men, Giants and uh, Predates uh, Giant Size X Men 1. Nice. Yeah, right there. You know, the fanzine. Uh, twenty two seventy five for an eight point oh, not bad at all. God damn, thirty three thousand six hundred for a holy nine point eight. Ow. Good Lord Holy have mercy. Jesus man. Christ, man. That's some oh, serious man. cabbage right there that you could be feeding mermaids. <laughs> oh, uh, that flash issue. That's that's my one of my favorite covers. No one the other ones next to it. That ain't bad either. <laughs> flash, flash issue number yes. 123. You know, that was on my top 10 list for a very, very long time, man. That's First silver age appearance, right Golden now? Age Flash, Jay yeah, Garrick, yeah. origin of Jay Garrick and Barry Allen. Yeah, uh, first mention of Earth Two, first Silver yes. Age appearance of Shade. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big key for the multiverse it is. fans. It is, you know, 
21 wow. 21,000 yeah. back 21. in September 16 but uh for only a 4.5 sold for 1350 wow yeah that's so um, that's so nuts man i mean that's is there is there even a flash going ongoing title right now Yes, I think there. Oh, I, I, you know what? I, I have not I'm seen. Not, one, I, I, I have not seen. I, know one. I, I look on. But I, now I, 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 I get my pull list from uh, Midtown. Um, so I have, I have not seen anything from yeah. Flash in quite some time. Or yeah, Green Lantern. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. Green Lantern. Uh, anything or Aquaman? Because everything seems to be just. No, Batman. Lantern. Lan Lantern has rebooted, and they just did. They just started the John Stewart. Uh, series and everything, okay. and Aquaman, nothing yet, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. They just came. Wonder Woman one came out this week, I think. There you go. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, look at this. Hanna Fear number thirteen from nineteen fifty-two. Oh, the East beautiful, West. beautiful. Gorgeous. Those are th those right there are, are from the amazing, amazing yeah. old classic yeah. covers, man. Comics that have a uh, key character appearances, low print run, or have been proven to always be in demand. A nine point two. Wow, that seems really cheap to me for a book from that is too. Yeah, right? and it's 9. such a forty four hundred shit. Yeah, it's you know, such I, I think horror base. comics are so so underrated, man. To be honest with you, they're so I, underrated. They're so underrated, but I know people that solely just go to shows to find those kind of books. Yeah, and now uh, and, and because of because they like horror, they like that old school well they couldn't tell them what not to show and everything like that and that's before right. all the outrage and everything oh my elvira oh, i got that elvira. one elvira you, you got, got this one i got that whole run of house of mystery elvira that's house of mystery issue number 11 direct sale 1986 yeah giant size halloween cover. spectacular how Dave can you Steven. not put this for halloween comic covers right yeah if you have it posted i want to see it i want to see some Proof of life. I could have swore I had this at one comic. point. I posted yeah. a whole bunch of those Elvira's one time on my IG. I just don't remember when, but yeah, I All got right, that so whole run. Send them to some me. of the new ones. Yeah, send them to me. <laughs> send them to me. I, yeah, I yeah. would like for her to come over here to sign. I would bring a lot of stuff for her to sign. Hey now, yeah. hey now. Got to meet her at a, a, a Texas con one time. Got my met her once, only once. Yeah. Just once. <laughs> I've seen her once uh, at LA Comic Con uh, before Comic -Con. was uh, Stanley's Kamikaze, mm -hmm. and she had this huge, huge booth of you know of yeah. uh, of of like I think it was her car or a coffin or something, and mm -hmm. very, very nice lady, very, very nice lady, and she's was she well. dressed as Elvira or not? Yes, she was. Okay, was yes, she? I got oh, that. Nice. I got no. She don't do that no more. You know, no, she, I, I, you know. I don't. I, when I met her, I got a picture with her. She wasn't dressed as Elvira. It's just you know, yeah. she just had her hair normal. Everything she looked normal. But she's very nice lot, lady. Lot no, she's very books. nice. She's very yeah, nice. Look oh, at this. Wow. A lot of horror books. Yeah. Well, Morbius, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Um, yeah, Werewolf by Night. Another Werewolf Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, think we're going to see a spike in horror comics this month. That's interesting. Oh, oh, yeah, Joe. Or Transformers. Transformers, yeah. Yeah, the Marvel comic ones. Direct uh, edition. Transformers Surrender from 1990. Wow. $410 for 9.8. Huh. I wonder why. Interesting. I wonder why. We get nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, to me, I always watch Transformers movies. Like, they could do all this crazy technology and travel and everything, and they can't fix yeah. Bumblebee's voice. Yeah, I like, right? They, I mean, it's they like, can't fix his voice, man. What's up with that? What the yeah. Fuck, man. I mean, just get the dude his voice back, man. Jeez. Astonish. Astonish. The first yeah. man in comics. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, e- e- even the the cover they have on here is is all ticked up and spined. That's I know that tells you something, right? <laughs> they can't find it. Five point oh for four hundred, <laughs> and nine point oh sold for seven eight hundred yeah. last year. I mean, but, just uh, look yeah. at that artwork, people. They don't do this shit no more. No, Mummix walks again. The world must beware. Don't get me wrong. I I do love a lot of great artists out there. Oh my god, so much beautiful artwork there out there right now and that you know, looks like it took them. time to make you know what i'm saying Jim? yeah i, I mean yeah. Uh, not uh, uh, marty you know it just looks time it took them time to draw that by right. hand and to color it in and all that i mean sure, and absolutely. just to make it look at that way at that time mm-hmm. oof, really oh, good this is sad oh I yeah i yeah. sold this yeah i i sold my 9.8 man that wow. i want that one. Oh well Speaking of Air Empire, how, what do you guys think of Ahsoka this uh this I have fucking did the, awesome. Did the last yeah. one come out tonight? Yeah. No, oh, I didn't watch it. it. No, I'm, I'm watching night. it after oh okay. I'm watching I watched it, it twice. No, it came out like uh I wa- Tuesday. Yeah. I've it been busy. Tuesday night. Tuesday, yeah. No, I, I watched it up. back to back. What what I do is I watch it without the um the subtitles first, right? Mm-hmm. Just to kind of get a, a look at it, and then I go back. And listen and, and read the subtitles as I'm watching them because I, I know I miss like certain things in there, right, especially right, with right. with with Thrawn the way he, ta- he talks so low, you know. So I always watch them with difficult. subtitles on because you there's things that you hear like like purgle. Mm-hmm. There's no plural to purgles. It's a purgle, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. The, right. The, the, the space whales. They're purgle. Yeah. They're not purgles, yeah. and that's why you see. In the in, in the in the captions they say pergo whales you know blah 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 so you know it's always right. interesting to see that you know or oh you got to put on that you got to put that fright they got to show that fright and you definitely got to show that Halloween mm. it looks like that. a Tim Vigil oh, yeah. cover huh now oh has, has very has very I'm uh, M Street huh yeah, yeah. I think very this, this this supersede Faust no it doesn't Faust. supersede the uh Marvel magazine I don't think so no 1988 1988 no it do, I don't think it does I remember this movie when this film came out I was in uh maybe fifth or sixth grade mm-hmm. Scared the shit out of me, man. I was afraid to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, I was like, you know, I can deal Freddy with Jason. Rules, man. I just, just run away from his slow ass. But you uh, know, yeah, somebody who is in your dreams, come on now, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Halloween one. There Speaking it is. Halloween. Yeah. I have that Lobo. Actually, my my Lobo, my Lobo number one is actually uh, signed by Mark Bisley, the, yeah. uh, the artist. I think on I that. have this Sally. Forth. Sally Forth. Okay. Yeah. Sally Forth. Adam Hughes, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was on this Adam Hughes kick for quite some time where I was just trying to pick up anything Adam Hughes. There's there, the, he like if you got the G North swimsuit issue, yeah, that's Adam Hughes. The other stuff he's been doing lately, yeah, a little tame, but uh, you know, here's the thing about Adam well, Hughes. You gotta put is... that Halloween one up. You gotta go back to that Halloween. Oh, Come God, on now. Man, shit. I gotta do it. That's chaos. <laughs> that's that you've got to show that. That's an important key issue. Marky loves Halloween. He's a big Halloween. Don't you, don't you have like a little Halloween statue of Mark Myers right right by you? No, Fred. No, uh, J- Jason Voorhees. I have. 
Jason Voorhees. Jason okay. Voorhees statue. All right. This uh, photo cover. The photo cover, and it's very significant because this is the first time Michael Myers is in a comic book form, oh. and also mm. since this is a photo variant, it is also a collector's item. Well, it tells um, you right there, collector's yeah, item. Costume, they made a right couple the of them. They had a regular cover, this photo cover, a glow in the dark cover, and a foil. The foil one I got also. There's the glow in the I'm dark. I'm kind of digging this one here. They're both yes, nice. I love that one Homage the, to the movie yeah. poster. Yeah, yeah. Movie and poster. with that photo cover, I actually got it signed. By Nick Castle, the man who plays the shape in Halloween, got that thing graded, nice. and I think that came back. I think I have it posted as a nine point six, if I'm correct. Wow! Yeah, so Could this one wrong. is glow in the dark. That's glow in the dark, and then the other ones are glow in the dark, and then there's the foil variant, which is very limited. Actually, that is going for a lot of money. I actually got the problem with those foil variants. The one that the one that's with the lightning bolt in the background. Uh, a lot of them got dinged up. I have not seen any. I got two copies of this, and each copy I got either has a little ding on the corner, a little ding by the spine, or something like that. Uh, it's just a, because they didn't order that many, so they stuffed with all the regular covers, and that got like shuffled in there. So I love they the, were I love the jack o' lantern, like yes. the color jack o' lantern in the back. I really love that. Yeah. And they came out with three books, Chaos Comics. By the way, Chaos Comics, Evil Ernie, Lady Dev, Brian Polito, the master yeah, of those generations, the king of the 90s independence, one of them. And uh yeah, he got the license to this. So he they did three books based on Michael Myers, and and it was really, really cool to see. Did you know that the house that they filmed it at? Uh, the house where what uh, what's her name walks by is mm -hmm. in Glendale, California. Nice, not really? Illinois at all. So every you Halloween didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I know it's yeah. they they do tours like when the like a Halloween anniversary. Actually, they're gonna re-release Halloween in theaters. You know, probably at a Fathom event or some theater close to you, uh, depending on who's wants to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the 40, 45th anniversary of Halloween one. Marky, let me ask you: Did what? What do you think of the uh, the Rob Zombie remake and everything? Okay, Didn't okay. Like Here we go. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Marky, get, get Marky started, right? <laughs> I like Rob Zombie, but he's got to. He's got this thing that he does with his Devil's Reject stuff. Fine. Yeah. Halloween. He took some risks. Now I kind of enjoyed. The first one, I like the direct. I like the direct version, the movie version, not the director's yeah. cut, because I think he pushed it too far on certain elements. And I thought you're making it like the Devil's Rejects meets Michael Myers. I got, I got you. For the second one, for what he did for a minimal amount of money, I hated the theatrical version. I actually liked the director's cut version okay. of that because it had closure to it. But yeah, it was kind of weird. If anybody can, I'm not saying to go out on the interwebs and do anything wrong, but there is a, um, what's the word I want to say? A, a first cut of the film, like a, like see and what the studios think he had, original john carpenter music in it it was edited a little bit it had edited a little bit better it explained a couple of things a little bit better i actually like that i forgot what version they call that but that was like the first cut 
to show this is what we're doing before he did reshoots and stuff. It was called Thunderpuss Halloween. Right. It made the first one did make a lot of money. I kind of like some of the things he did. And then the second one was just he just did it because they couldn't get anything going. Yeah. I do like the the three films that did come out, you know, the reboot from uh sure. Green that he did, but I hated Halloween ends. That was yeah. just that was you had oh, yeah, it huh? set up, you had it set up perfectly. And then you throw this monkey wrench of a fucking character that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. And yeah, you how, give us yeah. you give us the five second fight that we wanted to see the whole entire film. Right. That was yeah. it. Horror is so subjective, like you know, what people find scary and what people find not scary. Mm-hmm. Like to me, slasher movies don't do it for me, but I love like supernatural god, you of know, course. god yeah, versus that's... Satan, things of mm-hmm. that nature, you yeah. know. Um you know, so you know, so in that respect, you know, you know, not- Tim, if uh, if we have a uh, Halloween special show, we, we definitely need to invite Marky on for that, man. He's uh, he's got some really good knowledge when it comes to those. I, I, I you know, like I said, yeah, well, let's well see. I just seen the Nun Two yesterday, so it was good. You know. The Nun Two was good. I liked. It, I still yes. have not seen Nun Two. You know, Nun. and and Nun One to me was was okay. I mean, it it kind of. It was it delves into a little bit more of yeah, you know the girl that plays the uh the, the, uh, other, the, the nun other nun yeah. is the actual real life daughter of uh, Vera Fermigella. Yes, because yes. okay, you're great. like, why yeah. is that her? Is that what? Yeah, the first one takes is pretty dark too, where they go mm-hmm. into okay. this abbey, and yeah. then the second one takes place in like Romania, where it's I don't want to continuation of where these characters I, I, have. Gone. I mean, it was it was good entertainment. I thought it was really good entertainment. I yeah, didn't yeah. find it very scary, to be honest with you. But you no, know, no, I found it entertaining. I wasn't yeah. scared, yeah. but there are some creepy moments. So when I like the, the, when, the, when the weird it, fucking nun shows up, like just like yeah, yeah. you're like God damn. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong; it's not the greatest thing is sliced bread. I mean, I've seen some other better horror films, but the, as for what a story is for this Conjuring yeah. universe, and to obviously it's setting right up. I'm just going to say it. Everybody yeah, knows an a fourth, scene a fourth that Conjuring we, film is coming out. Yeah, there's and it's a, there's an end credit scene yes. for the, the Nun okay. 2 that leads right into okay. the Warrens. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing The Exorcist on October 13th. I'm going to yes, see that. Yes, because... I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Guys, uh, your full disclosure, only, only horror movie that had me not be able to sleep for an entire month right there. <laughs> and I was always up scared <laughs> as crap, man. And only horror movie really gave me what some trauma. What did it for up. you? There were so <laughs> many. Yeah, I, my wife. I scared the living bejesus it, it, out of it. It was the time the- when she was in bed. It was just the the, the the whole time she was in bed. It was just the 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 eeriness, the way she talked, the voice, the, the way she looked, the voice. her voice. I mean, it it's was the just stuff in the background too. Like like yeah, when she walks by the refrigerator, yeah. and you see like a demon's <laughs> head. You're like what the fuck? What the hell? Why? And then when she goes the down music, the stairs, oh. like. Like oh, this. Yes. bells, yeah, yeah, oh, and of bells. course those famous you know, stairway. Isn't that isn't no stair? Is that stairwell in New York? Isn't that New the York? The stair, the stair. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. I think. I was I in think Brooklyn. So. Was it not in Brooklyn? I. Oh my God, my horror knowledge. I should get okay. my car taken away. I totally forgot. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I gotta. Up. I gotta remind yeah. myself. But that yeah. is the person who did the Halloween, the new Halloween trilogy. He has moved over to this now, and he's got right. the original actress who played the mother in the first film. And I know a lot of people have got. Well, the hell, the hell? Lin- Yes, they they got her out of freaking retirement. 
I don't know, something with the story that intrigue her, or maybe just a big bag of money to show up in this film. But they also were in talks with Linda Blair. Now, I don't think she's showing up in this one, but okay. she might show up because this is going to be another th three-part trilogy that they're doing, depending how successful this is. If they time it right, and I think they have. I think people are going to go because we're getting into. And the Exorcist theme song is very oh. underrated. When you hear yes. it, very, you, get, very. You, you get fucking tingles. You like, get school. Oh, you oh, get goosebumps. Oh, oh. Come I, on now. I don't have to be watching the movie, and I hear the movie on a ringtone you just know or whatever, what it is. and it just, just, oh, you know, you cringe up, but. But wasn't there some bad juju associated with the, the action? There was a lot. Movie? When that movie came out, I mean, you forget it. All the holy rollers lost their shit. I mean, you know. It was almost like, rated, it was they, almost they rated X. It was almost yep. rated X, not rated R, yep. because of, you know, not nudity or anything. But right, things right. I remember that scene. What, that scene, what yeah. she did with the cross. Oh, right. Lord have mercy. Oh, That's, why, that's why they did an extended <laughs> director's cut a few <laughs> years later. Ominous, 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 ominous. And, bless and they your went crazy comic hunt. Yeah. All yeah, right. Uh, we yeah, we have uh, held you captive long enough. It's been one hour. Marty or Marky. Say was uh say with <laughs> people or your All farewells. Right. Well, that's your one F up for the day. All right, there you go. Getting us confused. All right. Uh, what are your final uh, words, sir? My final words is like, hey. Great to talk to you all. Great to talk to Tim and, and Marty again, as usual. And uh, yeah, make sure you check out my New York Warrior Brothers for comics and coffee and also their comic sales that they do on Friday. Check out Biggie's Comics YouTube channel. Also check out my good friend Joker, East Meets West. All right. You know, you got to check his channel out. He's got a good thing with Josh over there. And then everybody else in the comic community, you know who to go to. All right. Oh, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Everybody, right. peace. Marty, would you like to bless I, us? Uh, oh man, I tell you. First of all, let me say that I I miss I miss the New York brothers, man. I, I really really do, and I try to keep in touch with them as much as I can through text and chat and all that. Um, was on was on the uh, Big East show uh, about a couple months ago, man. I was just hanging out with the guys doing the auction, you know, and I was just like, man, this is great. I, I really felt old Google hangout days so passionate yeah you know I just felt really good about this but uh Marky always great to have you man always great to see you as well you look great as always man just stay healthy as best you can exactly you know? exactly <laughs> but uh hey guys well you know th thanks again for showing up for the show may the comic gods continue to bless you and fill your long boxes and your comic hunting of gold bronze silver age keys what have you, man? <laughs> Said it right this time. All right. Uh, for Marky, Marty, JB, and Miss Laura, and Matt Damon, who couldn't make it on the show, but we'll have him on next week. Uh, keep digging in them long boxes, and we'll see you Tuesday for the Cover Rice Top 10. Please, if you have won something from me, please DM me on Instagram so I can remember. You don't understand how my DMs are flooded every time, you know. Instagram made something stupid. Whenever you get tagged, it shows up in your like your DM. So it's like your DM, yes. Yeah. So DM me and so I can ship you out some of Miss Laura's books. All right. Till next time, boys and girls. Peace out. Peace out, guys.